Blog Talk Radio. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. May I have your attention, may I have your attention please. This is Lady Charmaine Day with Pussy Report number two. That's Pearls of Wisdom Underground Christian Crew Intelligence Report. Praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done great things for you. He's been the one to deliver you from sickness and pain, to provide you with food and shelter, to shield you from life's rain. So you praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done good things for you. Praise Him when you rise and praise Him until you fall. Praise Him because He's seen you through it all. And you know what you need to do when you praise Him? Just say two simple words. And what are those words? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. To all the kings and queens, continue to make God look good because you are the light in this world. Thank you and goodbye. Hello. Hello to the very, very special person listening to this broadcast. Welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk, featuring your very own pastor and Christian consultant, me, Lady Charmaine Day. Today's show is guaranteed to be full of sensitive, intimate, natural conversations, rarely talked about in the Christian community. So now, get ready for your spiritual consultation. Are you ready? Great. Let's begin. How are you doing? I know you're doing lovely, wonderful, awesome, marvelous, fabulous, great, because those are the things I hear about you, that you are all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> oh, you make me laugh because and you bring joy to my heart because you are so very, very special. And I know that a lot of time could go by without you hearing that. And so I try to get up on the mic and let you know all the time that even though people may not tell this to your face, behind your back, in the privacy of your homes, they're thinking that the listeners of Taboo Talk, that's you special, that you are incredible, that you make God look great. And knowing you brings them closer to God. I tell you why this is so. You are very giving loving, nurturing, and you build other people up. You go the extra mile in your jobs, within your homes, and in your community. And because you do this, you are appreciated. And you know what? No one takes that for granted. You know, sometimes people can get caught up in their own lives without thinking, hey, I should turn around and say to the listener, Taboo Talk, thank you. But time passes and they forget to say Thank you. So on behalf of all the people you help, on behalf of you doing you so well, on behalf of you getting up, going to work, going to your volunteering, going to your family meetings, 
going to the corner store and back going grocery shopping, just showing up and doing you and doing it right. Thank you. Let me give you a round of applause. I just had to tell you that. So how's summer going for you? I hope summer's going great uh, and that you got a chance to enjoy the weather so far. It's been interesting, very nice. Uh, I've had a chance to go out to a couple of things so far, and it was hot. <laughs> I can tell you the truth. If I had to choose between cold or hot, I would choose cold. I'm, a, I'm more of a, I'm more of a like to bundle up and put on my scarf and put on my gloves versus sweat in the in the heat. I'm that's just not my thing. But you do get to wear cute summer dresses, and I do like that. I like spring and fall more than I like summer. So when it's too hot, I'm not that happy. But um, it's been nice weather lately where it feels like spring, it feels like fall, and it's not too hot. So I've been really, really fortunate to enjoy that. I hope you had a chance to enjoy the weather too when it's those nice springy, fallish type days and in those days that it's nice and cool, you go out for a nice walk, and it's just like, ah, oh, it feels great. Hope you had a chance to do that. Now, today is an awesome day. Why is that, listener Taboo Talk? Because we are going to get into a topic that I know you're like, I waited <laughs> for you to go there. Because the message from God this year was, be patient, be still. Know that I am God. Be still. Know that I am God. Because I got you. But some of you got ants in your pants. (laughs) Some of you just like, all right, how do I get what I want, though? Lady Charmaine Day, there's so many things on my want list. You had us do a want list a couple of months ago, and I wrote things out, and I want these things, and you know, it's been a couple of months, and these things haven't come to pass. How how can I make it happen? What can I do? What's my part? And, you know, you're curious, you know, about how you're going to see these things come to fruition. So today I said, okay, reading is fundamental and listening is even better. So I'm going to give the listeners of Taboo Talk some more information to help them get whatever they want. I mean, some total whatever, with the caveat, with this little cause. Whatever you want, if it's within the will of God, if it's a good thing, God is not going to hold it from you. (laughs) He's going to give you the desires of your heart. He's going to give it to you, whatever that is, big or small. (laughs) And small doesn't have to be. uh, Small could be anything. I mean, literally anything. God is not going to keep you from it. And we're going to go into that deeply today. And you're going to say after this is all said and done, that if it's really that simple, how come it's not happening for me? And we're going to go into the reasons why it's not happening for you too. We're going to cover all the bases. So by the end of it, you're going to be empowered. You're going to have knowledge. You're going to have wisdom. And you're going to keep getting up and have the things that you want to happen happen. There'll be no more excuses. I'm making the plain as Jean. All right? Okay. So, you know Jesus came to the planet. He came to show us what to do, what not to do, and to make it plain, to make it evident to us. What are the things we need to do in order to get what we want? So, sometimes the best way to let you know how to do it is to show you how the ultimate person himself embodied this principle. So I'm going to talk about Jesus. Go, Jesus. Go, 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 Jesus. I'm going to bring in an example of when Jesus did this himself. All right. Many of you are familiar with this story, but I don't think it's been broken down in Chinatown the way I'm about to break it down. Okay. So I go to Mark chapter 10, verse 12. I'm reading for the New International Version. Again, I'm going to Mark chapter 10, verse 12. The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Verse 13, seeing a distance of fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. 
When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Verse 14. Then he, that's Jesus, said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. So let me give you the scenario. I want you to picture this in your head. Jesus is here on earth. He's walking with his disciples, and they're leaving Bethany. Jesus is hungry. (laughs) You know, Jesus had needs. Jesus was hungry. And the Bible is letting us know Jesus got hungry sometime. All right? Have you ever got hungry sometime? I mean, seriously. Where you had a feeling that, mm, you could go for a hamburger, happy meal. You could go for some Haagen-Dazs ice cream. You could go for a tasty piece of fruit. Like, we're in summer, and sometimes a nice piece of orange slice, that juice running from a, a tasty sun-kissed orange would just mm, melt in your mouth. You think you see some oranges in season because this is the time the oranges are doing right, and you walk up to the tree. You get there, and you see that the tree is not producing any good fruit. Well, Jesus wanted to have some figs. Mm-hmm. Now, here's two things I want you to see. The Bible tells us, unlike our little uh, description I just told you where oranges are in season, figs, in, in Jesus' case, was not in season. But that didn't matter to Jesus. Jesus saw something, even from a distance, and he wanted it to be producing what he wanted. He didn't care if it was in season. He didn't care what season it was. He wanted what he wanted, and he wanted it point blank. This goes to show us that he had the power to have what he wanted right then. And guess what? The fig tree was being disobedient. Ooh. Did you pick up on that? Let me say that one more time. I'm going to read it to you in the Bible because he even said it. It says, verse 13, seeing the distance of fig trees and leaves, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. Now, I'm going to repeat back to you. This is Jesus. I mean, this is not any old man. So Jesus would know what's in season, what's not in season. He has all knowledge in his brain. He's a brainiac, right? He would know if the fig is in season or not. He would know this. So he's telling us, I want fig, I'm hungry, I could get it. I could command it with my brain waves. I could, I'm thinking I'm hungry. By the time I reach this tree, it should be ready for me. I get up on it, and it's not ready. So he tells this tree, because you are disobedient, may no one ever eat from you again. This is what Jesus said. Boom, right? Now, we go to further on in the chapter. We're in Mark, verse, chapter 10, verse 20. In the morning as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you curse has withered. Mm. Isn't that deep? Let me back up. Jesus said to the tree, while he was in a distance, he had faith that something that's not even in season is going to be ready because he wants it. He gets up on it. He has so much faith that it was supposed to be done. It was not done. So he was like, you didn't do your part. I did mine. So I curse you. I'm telling you, you're not going to ever be able to hurt anybody else again. Boom. The next morning, Peter walk up on a tree. And sees that the tree has withered. And he says to Jesus, can you believe that? (laughs) It's withered. Rabbi, look. Jesus replies back in verse 22, have faith in God, Jesus answered. (laughs) Have faith in God. 
And then he goes on to tell us this story. I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. So, how do I get whatever I want? Jesus shows us the example right then and there. First, you have faith. He told everyone, the key to what I just did was faith. I believed in something that was impossible. All y'all know figures are not in season. (laughs) I didn't care. I'm Jesus. I said I have faith. I believe in my Heavenly Father. I'm telling this fig, be ready by the time I'm getting there. We're walking up on the tree. (laughs) We've seen it in the distance. It had enough time to be obedient. I'm believing I have enough faith. It should have happened. I get up on this tree. It didn't happen. What? Oh, no. I have enough faith to curse it. (laughs) I have enough faith to say, you disobedient to the plan I have asked God to do for me because I'm his child. Okay? And I have enough faith that even if I don't see it happening right then, well, I'm going to know that whatever I ask God to do, it will be done. And it's going to be told to me. That's how bad behind I am. I'm Jesus. And if it could be done for me, those coming behind me, believing in my name, believing in my Father, it will be so for them. The key is to have faith and not have any ill feelings towards anybody on the planet. You got to forgive everybody. Can't have no harboring in your heart of negative feelings, negative thoughts. Let it go like God. Have faith. Those two things. Then you can have whatever you want. Trust I'm Jesus. Peter said, okay, I'm watching you curse out a tree. I've seen you do some bad behind stuff <laughs> all the time, and you be blowing my mind. But <laughs> cursing the tree. Lord, 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 What? But when the next morning I come back, because this thing stood out to me, it must have been so, Jesus must have said it in such a way. Could you imagine Jesus cursing out a tree? <laughs> like, I'm hungry. You did not produce any fruit. Nobody's going to eat from you ever again. I mean, he could have, He said it in such a way that it left an impression on the disciples. Jesus didn't say pay attention. No, the disciples knew. We... This tree and Jesus sums up. Next day, they go past it. They see the tree with it. They knew it was only from God himself telling him Jesus didn't like that. Now, I say to you, you want something? You think God is not going to do for you what he did to Jesus? No. Jesus showed us a biblical principle. You speak in faith what you want. Believe it that you receive it and it will come to pass. Jesus told us, if you say to this mountain, move, and you ask God for it, you have faith that it is done. You don't harbor any ill feelings in your heart for your brother. You forgave them. You made a, you forgave them. It will be moved. Nothing shall be impossible for you. Let's draw in some other scripture that we know. Luke one thirty seven. For it was God, nothing shall be impossible. That was an angel of God telling Mary that when she was being impregnated with Jesus, this would happen. Nothing is impossible with God. Jesus, when he came, he said, look, this is how you make it happen for you. And this is what we know. So if it's not going on in your life, right, let's just ask this question. If you're not receiving blessing upon blessing. If if you're still experiencing lack in your life and you're saying, well, Lord, what's going on with my finances? How come I don't have money in the bank? Lord, you know what? How come I don't have the man of my dreams or the woman of my dreams? Lord, how come my manager's giving me problems on my job? Father God, why is this person driving me crazy and I don't know what to do? I actually take care of it, but it, it seems like nothing is happening. Okay, well, let's check ourselves. Because Jesus said, let's just look at the two-point plan. First, you got to have faith, but second, you got to make sure that you ain't got no unforgiveness in your heart. Do you have any unforgiveness in your heart towards anybody today? A lot of us walk around with grudges. A lot of us walk around with hatred. A lot of us walk around with people we can't stand and we talk about and we gossip about. Like, you know what, we're all that, okay? And then we say, 
Oh, but Lord, help me, help me. Lord, forgive me, forgive me. But we don't forgive others. We stand in judgment of others. No, God don't want that, and he's not going to honor what you ask him. But if you say to yourself, Lord, I examine my own heart, and whatever I can't see, you help me see. Father God, help me to forgive those as you have forgiven me. Father God, I forgive so-and-so. And I'm telling you, so-and-so could have did some stuff to you that ain't right. I mean, y'all know my story. I've had some people in my life do some dirty things to me that make precious look easy. <laughs> and I endured that for years. And it's just like, you know what? One day I woke up to the fact that while I am sitting here in unforgiveness, this person that moved on with their life, and they're happy, and they don't care that I'm unhappy. They don't care that I'm miserable. Matter of fact, they had gotten here for a long time ago, and they're happy that they they making me, they see that I'm miserable today because of them. So what I need to do is let go, let God. Forgive them. Forgive them. And let it go. And I tell you, accident at the root. Now, some of this stuff that had gone on was so deeply embodied in my heart that I know I was walking around looking ugly <laughs> with a mean scrawl on my face because it was just like, this person did me good. God, how can I forgive them? How can I forget what they did to me? I can't. And God was like, if you can't, then I can't bless you in the way you want to be blessed. You're having a half life. Let me tell you, listener to Taboo Talk, you don't have a life right now. You have a half life not forgiving those who have done you wrong. Because you have the faith. You have the faith. I know you got the faith. I know you got it. I feel it in my heart. Jesus has revealed to me that you have faith that can move mountains. But where you've been stuck is in your unforgiveness. Where you've been stuck is in your judgment of people. Where you've been stuck is in your gossiping. You can't be doing like the world do. You got to let it all go. You got to say to yourself, if God could forgive me, if God can, if God is not judging me, if God is not gossiping about the stuff that I do, I am not going to be better than God in my own eyes. I am going to forgive and let it go. Then you say, well, Charmaine, Lady Charmaine, does this mean that this person got away with what they did to me? No. No. Because God seen everything that was ever done to you from the day that you were conceived in your mother's womb and was a sparkle in your father's eye. <laughs> no, you didn't, no, didn't get away with nothing. What's going on is God said he knows every hair in your head. He talks about that in Psalms 139. And he will seek justice on your behalf. He said vengeance is mine, not yours. So vengeance is God. It says it's in the Bible. If vengeance is God, not yours. Who are you to seek it? Who are you to go after it? No, you let go like God. And when you do this, now when you have faith and forgiveness, F to the second power, see? When you have F to the second power, when you have that one, two, F power punch, boom, 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 bam, you can knock it out. You can ask that mountain in your life be moved, and it'll be moved. You can say, this is a small thing Jesus wanted. Jesus wanted a piece of food. <laughs> How big is a fig? A fig ain't that big. <laughs> Jesus wanted a couple of figs, and he wanted his God to give to him. When these things don't happen, let me tell you something. When something ain't gone right for you, you can curse the situation. Jesus told us a powerful principle there, too. Like if something ain't working out, that source didn't come. You can say I curse it, and it will never hurt anybody again, and it will be done. God will honor your words. So if somebody heard you, 
There's scriptures that back that up. Deuteronomy 28, 14 to the end. Because, see, we stand on the promises of Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 13, because we're believers in God and Jesus is our Lord and Savior, and we do what God tells us to do. But what happens to those people who don't do what God has told them to do, who have hurt us? You want to know what happens to them? Go look in Deuteronomy 28, 14 to the end. Oh, they got a cursed life. They curse coming and going. Their children are cursed. Their jobs are cursed. Everything that they touch will not prosper. I mean, God breaks down the Chinatown, and you're like, I feel sorry. Because eventually all those curses listed in that chapter is going to happen to them. You ain't got to worry about it. And everything that you want, and somebody's holding back your good, maybe it's not meant to come from them. But you can speak on it. You can be like, look, look, let me tell you something. You trying to block my blessing? Oh, no. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, demon. Because I'll tell you the truth. You can't stop what's meant for me. My God's going to give me liberty. I move around you, okay? And I let go, let God. I put you in Jesus' hand. And because you do that, you watch. You watch. That person's going to drop like a fly. Somebody's going to rise up and give you what you want. Now, start calling things out by name. You saw that God spoke to that tree. Jesus spoke to that tree. Jesus spoke to that tree. You speak to your blessing. You speak to uh, people that you you want uh, justice on. You speak to whatever you want. You speak on it. Your words have power. Be careful in your words. There's life and death in the tongue. I know you've heard that saying before and you thought, oh, that's so interesting. What does that mean? That means, seriously, stop playing with your tongue. It's not an instrument to play. Take lightly. When you know, you can slice through any situation with that little thing called your tongue. You watch what you do with it. You watch what comes out of it. You watch how it's conducting itself. You watch and, and, and trim it up. You be like, yo, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me watch out what I'm saying. Let me see what life I'm speaking or what death I'm speaking. Because you can speak life into your into your situation or you can speak death. You saw how Jesus did with the tree? <laughs> he was like, mm, I tried to speak life into you for you to come into season when you're not supposed to be. But you didn't do what you're supposed to do? Okay, now I'm speaking death to you. And see how Jesus spoke death? Jesus showed you I could have done life and it could have happened. But I also want to show you I could speak death and death could happen. All the one thing. What did he do? Did he go? Peter was noting everything that Jesus was doing. Okay? Everybody, all the disciples, knowing what Jesus was doing. It didn't say that Jesus floated up in the air and walked on the air and just started Flaying in his hands and going blah la 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 and speaking in tongues. No, Jesus didn't do that. Jesus just said one thing. With his tongue, and bam, that was it. He was careful with his words. He used whatever language. He was just like straight up so everybody could understand, this is it. He laid it out plain. Simple. That's all you have to do. When you're up there giving out uh, your needs and requests to, to God, you lay it out simple. Have a running dialogue. I talk to God throughout the day. I talk to my Lord and Savior throughout the day because, see, I know where I rest. I told y'all before, we rest in the palm of Jesus and God's hands. Where does it say that? I want to tell you again so that you will never be confused. Because, see, sometimes when we forget our little scriptures, we, we, we lose our power. And there's power in the scriptures, okay? There's power in the scriptures. So we go to John verse 10, verse 28, okay? Jesus said, I give them, that means you, eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Verse 29, my father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. I and the father are one. You are in God and Jesus' hand <laughs> at all points in time. So when you're doing what you do, not recognize that God and Jesus are watching you. 
And I put something, nowhere can you go that they don't see what you're doing. It's clearly evident. So you just start talking to them. You're like, Daddy, Jesus, did you see what X just happened? How do you feel about that? Because, see, this is how I'm feeling. So this is what they want you to do. They want to have a running dialogue with you. This is why this show is called Taboo Talk. I have a running dialogue with you. I'm not preaching at you. I'm a pastor. I could preach. I could be like, holy Now, I, I'm talking to you. I'm letting you know in everyday language that God and Jesus are real. And bringing it to you in such a way that you can comprehend it. I don't need to go over your head. I don't need to go underneath you. I need to walk side by side with you so you can comprehend what you are entitled to as a Christian. And I'm telling you this. This is the type of relationship. The one I have with you is the type of relationship that God and Jesus wants to have with you as well. Where you are communicating with Jesus and God just like I'm communicating with you. Frank, open, honest, real, and I'm just sharing. I'm being myself, okay? Be who you are with God and Jesus. Don't put on your holier-than-thou robe then, okay? Don't say to yourself, oh, now i got to act like I'm such and such, I'm this and that. No, don't go into, oh, man, river. No, no, this is the time when you say, Daddy, Jesus, Heavenly Father, Lord and Savior, I'm coming to you and I need you, please help me. And simply they will help. Or you just start talking to them. See, this is how my day went. And I want to thank you. I want to praise you because, see, if it wasn't for you, I know I wouldn't have gotten up this morning. <laughs> hey, do you see that in the morning when you get up? Thank you, Jesus, waking me up. Thank you, Heavenly Father, and I saw it today. Lord, let this be a, a great day. Father God, before I walk into this job today, let go before me. Clear out all situations in my inbox. Lord, make me efficient so I can have a time out and relax and enjoy the beautiful day that you made. Bring it to him like that. I mean, the simple things. Jesus showed you that my Heavenly Father is concerned about a fig tree and whether I am eating, eating when I'm hungry. This is God noted in the Bible. Jesus wants you to see this. Nothing in the Bible exists. Without a purpose. Jesus wants you to see that God wants to be involved in every little minute detail of your life. And so it's important to him that you share. <laughs> now, how do you get everything that you want? I broke it down 15 minutes ago. Have faith and forgive. Add to the second power. Have faith and forgive. That's it. You believe you receive it, you got it. You believe when you ask, move and be moved, don't flinch, and you ain't got no ill feelings in your heart towards nobody, you got it. Now, time, it will surely come. There's another biblical principle that none of us can escape from. It's found in Habakkuk, that the vision will tarry. Though you may wait for it, it will surely come. Meaning, and I'll transcribe for you, okay, because that's old King James language. Your vision, what you want, what you're hoping for, your dream, your aspiration, your little thing. It may be quick or slow. Tarry, meaning it may take its time, time, tarry, okay. But it will surely come. Though you may wait for it, do not worry. God's going to give you what you want. Just have faith and trust. It will surely come to you. You just have to believe it and not flinch. Not flinch. <clears throat> Remember I told you all a long time ago, pressure burns pipes, it does. So when you, once you ask for it, let it go. Let it go. And you know what? Jesus wanted you to know this himself. Jesus himself even told you this. Now you say to yourself, where did Jesus tell me that? I'm going to give you another scripture. <laughs> you know that today I'm going to give you all a lot of scripture because I want you all to be empowered. I want you to be empowered to succeed. I want you to be empowered to get what you want. Because, see, 
we're not going to have no more situations where people are saying, I don't have, I believe and I have not received. No, if you believe and you didn't receive, then there's something that you're doing wrong because, see, my God is not like that. He honors the prayers of the righteous. He gives you what you want. There should be praise reports up in here from everybody. Now, the majority of people have called me up and let me know, God has blessed them. I get emails, I get phone calls, I get praise reports. I'm going to share a praise report from a woman in Washington, D.C. I'm going to tell you the beginning, the middle, and the end before I go into what Jesus said about worry. She calls me up with the problem and asks me to pray for her. The problem was her house was in foreclosure. She owed back rent. Mortgage, it's not rent, it's called mortgage. She owed back mortgage. And she had no way, but no way, to come up with the back mortgage. And she didn't know anybody. She was calling me up to see if the ministry had any money to give her. I said, no, not at this time. Do I have any money to give you? But I said, but the one thing I am going to give you is prayer. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to stand in agreement with you. And I know that you're going to call me back within six months to tell me get your house out of foreclosure. And that she's going to work a miracle. I said, because, see, the one thing I know that you have that most people who call me don't have is that you have absolute faith. Because, see, I happen to know her. I said, they have, that you have absolute faith. And you don't have any ill feelings to afford. <laughs> see, God's going to give you what you want. And it's going to be a praise God report. So she said, okay. I said, and then I asked her some questions, like, how are you feeling right now? She said, everybody around me stressed out. Everybody around me is losing their mind. But me, I feel carefree because, see, like you, Lady Charmaine, I believe God is going to bless me with a miracle. So I said, I believe it too. And we just started laughing. <laughs> And she said, I just want you to add me to the prayer wall, just pray with me, and that's it. I just need the confirmation because I'm not getting confirmation in my environment. I said, don't worry. God's got your back. We stood on scripture. We stood on Luke 137, and that was it. It wasn't six months. It wasn't four months. It wasn't three months. But two months later, she called me back. Praise God. I was like, give me the praise God report. Because when you start praise God, I'm like, give me that praise God report. And the praise God report was a program opened up, paid all the back mortgage, still got her home, and got extra. I was like, see how God is righteous? Didn't come from man. Didn't come from this. Came from a, a way out of no way. And God just did a miracle for you. You believe you received, you didn't care how it came, came, worked itself out, and you don't owe nobody nothing. God is good. (laughs) See what happens when you don't work? See what happens when you don't flinch under pressure? You let go, you let God. (laughs) You don't look at your circumstance. You ask, you receive. Sometimes, in order for you, and, and this is why I brought up this particular situation, in order for you to stand, you need to pray with two because Jesus also says another biblical principle. When two or more gather, I'm there also. She called me up. It's her number two. And we prayed together, stood together. Jesus was present. And I knew. She knew. It was confirmed. God was present. This situation worked out. It was so noticed, so due, so that I could get up on the telephone line and tell y'all people today, this is real. It worked. That's just one example of a phone call I got. Y'all know every time I get up here, God is blessing me in such a way, it's just that I have to have a praise God testimony. And I praise God to tell y'all what's going on with me so that you know he's real in my life. And he's real in other people's lives, too. <laughs> it's happened throughout the world. And if it can happen in America, it can happen in Indonesia, it can happen in Africa, it can happen in Europe, it can happen in Asia. It can happen all over the world. It can happen for you. You're listening to Taboo Talk, and it's true. It applies to you. So don't worry, okay? Jesus said in Matthew 6, 
chapter uh, verse chapter 6 verse 25 Therefore I tell you do not worry about your life what you will eat or drink or about your body what you will wear Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes Look at the birds of the air they do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet your heavenly Father feeds them Are you not much more valuable than they who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So we talked about having faith, talked about forgiveness, but Jesus said, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So, when we seek to have a deeper relationship with God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, when we continue to do like I'm saying and just have a relationship with them, when we continue to read our Bible, to be upright citizens and um, help out others, when we do the Ten Commandments, which is, to love thy neighbor as we love thyself, then we will do right and we are we will become righteous. When we follow the Ten Commandments, when we do as we ought and we are not harboring negative feelings or doing negative things towards people, then God is gonna bless us. It's just a byproduct. And all those dreams, all the desires of your heart, all the things that you want, God will give them to you. He promises in his word over and over in so many different instances. Like I could go to Psalms 23.1. It says, for the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Meaning all my needs are taken care of. The desires of my heart is given to me. God has got you. So bottom line, if you weren't getting what you want, you now know what to do. Do you not? Are you not clear? Good. We should be straight because I have to get on the line and clarify for you what it was to do. Hold on. We have a caller. Hello? 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 Hi. Who's calling? Hi. This is Cheryl. I just called to listen. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Welcome for calling back again. I'm fine. I'm fine. Cheryl, can for the first time listeners calling in, um, where are you calling from? Um, San Antonio, Texas. Okay. And do you have anything you'd like to add to the uh, show today? No, I just uh, appreciate hearing the word of God. Amen. Thank you, Cheryl. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to put you back on hold because we're coming into the last 15 minutes of the show. I'm wrapping up. But did you have any questions? No, ma'am. Okay, well, thank you for calling all the way from Texas. We appreciate you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Okay. Okay, thank you so much, Cheryl, for calling in all the way from Texas. Cheryl is... um, one of our new listeners for Taboo Talk. We appreciate her, and this is the second time she's called in, and I appreciate her very much. Let me give her a round of applause. <laughs> God is good. It's good to have somebody on the line. Um, I wanted to say to you, listener Taboo Talk, like Cheryl, you are very, very special. God has made you so unique and wonderful. He wants you to have a wonderful life. He doesn't want you to be missing anything. You're supposed to have an abundant, prosperous life. And if that's not what's going on for you, 
If you're not getting the desires of your heart, if you're not having and experiencing the types of things that you want, now you know why. You had to check yourself. You had to say to yourself, was I not forgiving someone? Was I not, uh, was I holding a grudge? I mean, the grudges go back a long way. <laughs> you know, sometimes we don't even know that we're holding on to somebody beating us up in elementary school <laughs> or or kicking us around when we was in high school. You know, some of that stuff is deep. And you got to go all the way back to the beginning. But I, I really, really suggest that you take the time. Go back to day one <laughs> in your memory banks and come all the way to today and say to yourself, okay, as much as you can, so-and-so did me dirty, I forgive him. So-and-so did me dirty, I forgive him. I asked it at the root. So-and-so did me dirty, I asked it at the root. And how do, you, how do you do that? Sometimes words is not enough. I'm going to tell you the truth. Sometimes just saying it is not enough. No. You go to Jesus himself. You go to your Heavenly Father on your hands and knees and you pray. Call out that person's name. you like, Father, God, name your son Jesus. I come before you today. And I'm gonna, let's say this as a corporate prayer. Let's start over. Let's say this as a corporate prayer. Father, God, name your son Jesus. We come before you as a corporate body of taboo talk, asking that you help us to forgive every single person who's ever done us wrong or dirty. Father God, we ask that you go inside of our hearts and you take out those roots that have formed in our hearts a negativity, hatred, and animosity, jealousy, and rage that we felt for these people. Father God, we ask that you remove any envious feelings that we have. Father God, we ask that you remove any jealousy, rage, hatred, Hurt, Father God, remove the hurt and pain from our memory, from our hearts. And, Father God, in this place, fill us up with love, more of your unconditional love. Father God, help us so that we never, ever think back on those times that hurt us so much and deeply. Father God, we ask that you handle this situation. Those people who have done us wrong, we ask that you see, that you take care of it. We ask that you take, give us justice, Father. You know what these people did to us. Father God, it wasn't right. And, Father God, we ask that you forgive us for our part in it. Father God, help us to never gossip again. And if we do fall short, Father God, help us to get back up on the horse. Father God, please help us to be role models in your eyes so that we can be the person you want us to be. So that when we pray, Father, in faith, there's nothing in our heart, or our mind, our body, or spirit, or any atom or any cell that can withhold us from your goodness. Father God, we pray this standing on Luke 137, for with God nothing shall be impossible. And we now feel the weight of all those years of oppressive thought lifted off of our spirit, Father God, and you removing it. We thank you, Father God, for this healing. Father God, we ask that you heal us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet from all this pain and suffering. We thank you, Father God, for this emotional healing that you just gave us. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Thank you. Father God, we thank you. Father God, we give you all the honor, glory, and praise. Father God, we acknowledge that only you can heal emotional wounds. And we thank you, Father, because you are wonderful. You are wonderful, and we give you all glory and praise. And, Father God, we ask that you know our desires, you know that our heart, you know our wants, you know our needs. Father God, we stand right now as a corporate body asking, Father God, that you bless us, Bless us, Father God, so we could be a blessing to others. Bless us, Father God, so we could be a blessing to our community. Bless us, Father, so we could be a blessing to our 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 churches. Father God, so we could be a blessing to our 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 home, our family, our children, our friends, our cousins, our aunts and uncles, grandparents, godparents. Father, thank you. We just thank you so much for your love. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for all things. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray. And we thank you. 
I, I thank God that on this line right now I have Cheryl. Because Cheryl, I'm just going to click on you again. Cheryl, are you there? Cheryl? Yes, ma'am. Yes, Cheryl, it says that when two or more are present, God is present also. So can you stand in agreement with me on that prayer? Uh, Lady Charmaine, I stand wholeheartedly with you on this prayer. I Trust me, you have no clue. You have no idea. But I stand wholeheartedly with you on this prayer. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. I know that God has blessed us both by standing in agreement on behalf of all Taboo Talk listeners. And see, you see how God works, Cheryl? He will bring somebody to to listen so that you can have him present with two people. That's all you need is two. <laughs> God will just get called, let somebody call in to stand up, and he just put it in your heart. I, I just pray that God blesses you a million times over, Cheryl. And you too. I you just I mean, I can't even begin to tell you. I mean, God is so awesome. Me and my friend, we were sitting up here having a conversation because something was dropped in my lap again. Mm. And I just, I just can't do it. And then you started praying about forgiving the hurt. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It was like. You know, oh, Lord, because I begin to cry out to him. I was crying. I was talking to him. How can I take this person back? This person wants me back. But look at all that he did to me. Mm. Look at the damage he has done. And, yes, I still love him, but look at what he's done. How do I know that he's not going to hurt me again? And I was telling her that, and I was talking to him. And, I, you know, I tuned in to listen to you, and when you came on and acknowledged me, and then you went to start a friend, I didn't tell you nothing. I didn't tell you nothing what happened. Nothing. And I just, you know, I just had to trust God. Cheryl, God sees, God sees your heart, and you know, you don't have to tell me anything for God to let let us know what to do. And you know, I, you're a woman of God, so God is going to give you what you need at all times. God will never leave you alone. He will always provide for you. He will always provide for you. And that's just confirmation. See how God will confirm for you? Just like God confirmed you for me. I needed someone to stand in agreement on that prayer. And he, look, God blessed us with each other. So thank you, sister, so much for calling in. I'm in New York. You're in Texas. But God, it don't matter distance. God, God works with spirits. Amen? Amen. Amen on that one. Amen. So I'm going to wrap up this show. I'll I'll talk to you afterwards. Okay. All right. Stay blessed. You too. So listen, Taboo Talk, you just see that's evidence of God. He will walk, work. It doesn't matter your geographical location. God will send his people to reach out and touch you wherever you are because, see, he loves you. God's in control. And whatever you want, big or small, God is going to give it to you. God is going to bless you. And he's going to make sure that you have a good gift. Now that your heart is cleansed, your heart is pure, and you feel light and airy, oh, just get ready for what you have in store. Pull out your list. And for those of you just tuning in, I'd ask everyone to do a list. Uh, their goals and their dreams and aspirations and what they would like to, to be blessed with. If you haven't done so, please write down your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. Put it up in your bedroom wall where you can look at it first thing in the morning, last thing when you go to bed at night. Carry around a copy of it with you in in your pocketbook or in your briefcase or wallet so that you can see what God is bringing to you. And trust me, every single thing on that list will be blessed in the name of Jesus. And I love uh, what one sister and brother called in to say. They said, it's not good enough for me to walk around with it in my wallet, my pocketbook, or my briefcase. I put it in the most important place. And I said, Where they, where'd you put it? They were like, I put it in my Bible. Because <laughs> I'm seeing it on the whole truth that it comes true for me. And they're just ticking off as things come true for them, and it's just happening. I said, thank you, Jesus. I, I stand with, in agreement with you. That's just how it goes. 
I just want to let you know that this uh, broadcast is brought to you, praise God, by my ministry, Unlimited Help Ministries. Uh, you can find out more about us at www.unlimitedhelp.com. That's U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D-H-E-L-P.com. You can uh, get daily bits of inspiration, wisdom, guidance, and notes from me, as well as see photographs uh, and video at my Facebook fan page, which is called Lady Charmaine Day, Bits of Wisdom, Teaching, Inspiration, and Notes. And if you're not already a fan, please join the fan page. This way I could uh, interact with you each day. And um, I pray for you here as a listener at Taboo Talk. Uh, And I also pray for my fans on my Facebook page and also my fans on uh, my Taboo Talk community. And I just want to put out a public um, announcement. The Taboo Talk community Ning page will be coming down in July uh, so it will no longer be in use as of July. So the only place you'll be able to reach me is through unlimitedhelp.com and my fa- Facebook fan page. Again, the two places you can reach me is www.unlimitedhelp, that's U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D-H-E-L-P.com, and my Facebook fan page, which is Lady Charmaine Day's Bits of Wisdom, Inspiration, Teachings, and Notes. I'm also on YouTube. There you can see um, videos uh, of my TV show. That's YouTube forward slash Taboo Talk. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. God meant for you to be delivered from whatever pain you were in, any emotional healing that uh, you needed. He wanted you to know that faith and forgiveness is the key to getting the things that you want. He wants you to have your desires and needs and wants taken care of, and he needed you to hear this today. Remember, at all times, God wants what's best for you, and he's going to give you his good. He's going to make sure that you are blessed and highly favored because you are. You're his child. You're special. And I'm going to let you know this secret. You make God look great, and If you don't hear that again until next time we tune in, I want you to marinate on that. You're appreciated. You really are. And I'm glad that I was able to tell you such good news today. Okay, now, continue to let your light shine. Remember, you are very, very special. Stay blessed, and goodbye. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind. Make yourself feel better. May I have your attention? May I have your attention, please? This is Lady Charmaine Day with Pussy Report number two. That's Pearls of Wisdom Underground Christian Crew Intelligence Report. Praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done great things for you. He's been the one to deliver you from sickness and pain. To provide you with food and shelter and to shield you from life's rain. So you praise him. Praise him all day long. Praise him with hymns and songs because he has done good things for you. Praise him when you rise and praise him until you fall. Praise him because he's seen you through it all. And you know what you need to do when you praise him? Just say two simple words. And what are those words? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Because you are the light in this world. Thank you and goodbye.